Hello. You are listening to the Grieving Parents Sharing Hope podcast. We are here to walk with parents on their unwanted journey of child loss, guiding them to a place of hope, light, and purpose, not in spite of their child's death, but as a way to honor his or her life. And now, here is your host, author, speaker, and bereaved parent, Laura Deal. Hi. I am glad you're here to spend some time together, but I am sorry you have a reason to be here with me right now. Today, we are going to talk about comparisons. This is something we all get frustrated about, maybe even angry at times, when people around us try to compare their loss to ours. Things like, I know how you feel. When I lost my mom, I cried every day for three months. Or, I lost my husband several years ago, and I thought I would never get over it, they say, while hanging on the arm of their new spouse, right? And one of the worst ones for most of us, I am devastated. My dog just died, and I feel like I've lost a child. (laughs) Yeah, right? One thing I will say here is that these people are making an attempt to relate to your pain. Now, while there's no way they know how you feel and could have done a better job of wording things, they are sharing their deepest, most painful loss. In their minds, they can relate to your loss. I know I was clueless with what it was like to lose a child until Becca died, which makes me wonder what kinds of things I have said in the past, thinking I was saying something helpful to someone who is grieving. Now, there are other kinds of comparisons as well, and they start with the words, at least. At least you still have other children. Oh, really? Which one of your children would you like to have die and then just be glad you still have the others? Or how about, at least you know they're in a better place? Yes, heaven might be a better place eventually, but right now, their place should be here with me, right? I tell people who want to know how to help someone who's lost a child never to make one of these at least statements. If it starts with the words at least, then just don't bother saying it. Now, I'm going to talk more about these kinds of things in a few weeks, but today I want to turn what may be an unexpected corner and talk about our comparisons among ourselves as perievers. Now, I will say I have been amazed at how very rare it is for one perever to tell another perever, I know how you feel because. Now, before I go further into this, let me say that I have talked to many, many perevers who agree with me that when they hear someone else's story of how their child died, we think or say something like, I, I cannot, I just can't imagine losing my child that way. Our heart of compassion with anyone else who's lost a child is pretty amazing. And as strange as it may sound, I'm truly honored to know so many people who have this extremely deep level of care and concern and empathy. However, I have read and occasionally even heard with my own ears comparisons on how someone's loss as a child is worse than someone else's loss. Even perievers who don't outright say something like that will often admit that they have had these thoughts. For my loss with Becca, it's easy for those who've lost a young child to think, well, at least you got to have your daughter for 29 years. I only had mine for six or eight or 11 or 15. On the other end of things, 
you did not get to know what your child was like as an adult. And, oh, I'm so sorry, you will always have that painful wondering. Now, someone who's lost an adult child can think something like, I didn't just lose a child, I lost one of my best friends. We did everything together. Because we all look forward to the day when we not only have a strong bond as parent-child, but we turn a corner and our adult children become a true friend that we hang out with, which it can kind of feel like a double whammy loss. I remember one of the first times I realized that each loss has its own painful, unique layers of grief to work through. I was attending my first conference for moms who had lost a child through Umbrella Ministries. They had broken us up into smaller groups based on, uh, it was a long time ago, but I'm pretty sure it was based on uh, similarities on how our children died. And so my group had finished and we were supposed to be gathering as a big group. And I walked past another smaller group and I caught them. It was a group that had experienced pregnancy or stillborn or infant loss. And I heard them talking about having their milk come in and not having a baby to feed. And I was, oh my goodness, it just, I'd never thought about that before. And it was horrible to think about. We want or even maybe tell those who've never lost a child not to compare their losses with our own loss of a child or make those at least statements. And yet we sometimes do it to each other, even if it's silently within ourselves. Like I said, we each have our own layers of grief to work through. It might be based on the event itself, how our child died. Are we traumatized because we saw it happen and couldn't stop it? Are we traumatized because we weren't there, so we couldn't stop it? Did it happen unexpectedly? And so we did not get to say goodbye to our child. Or was it an illness we knew would take them? And we had the agony of knowing they didn't want to die and maybe even watch them struggle to take their last breath. I mean, we watch our child take their first breath and their last breath, and you can't get that image out of your mind. Did you maybe have to make the decision to take your child off of life support? Was your child murdered? And there are court issues that keep dragging things out. Do you see what I mean? Each one has their own set of circumstances that we have to work through. What about our child's personality with our personality? Maybe we had a lot of clashes with our child and now we have regrets. Or maybe we were really close and now that bond is gone. How about the relationship we had with that child. They were my firstborn. They were the one who made me a parent. Maybe they were adopted. And I feel like other perivers think I can't know what it's really like to lose a child since I didn't carry and birth them. Now, let me just pause in here and say, I believe that someone who has adopted a child really does feel the same depth that we do. Anyone who has birthed that child. And the reason I say that is because God adopted us. Adoption, God takes very seriously. And I believe when a parent adopts a child, he does something. He intertwines them in a way that it's like they are their biological parent. I believe there's that same intertwining. I believe God does that. 
maybe my child that died, it was my youngest. It was like my baby that I had a soft spot for in my heart. Maybe it was the one that I could talk to the easiest about spiritual things and my other children just really aren't interested in talking about things like that. Those are all unique situations, relationships with our children that, you know, makes it all different for each of us. There are so many other circumstances, such as maybe it was my only child, or maybe I've lost more than one child or all my children. Maybe we were estranged from each other. We haven't spoken to each other for years or months, and now I can never reconcile that. Maybe I've had multiple pregnancy losses, and then I had a rainbow baby, and I lost that child through something. How about those who have lost a twin? They were always together, and now there's only one. That's got to be so hard. All of these are so, so hard. And I think you could tell I could go on and on and on and on with this. Now, I'm going to say, please don't email me about how I missed your specific circumstance and how hard it is because I cannot possibly name every situation that's out there. The whole point is that once again, we all have our own unique, extremely painful layers to have to work through when it comes to the death of our child. But have you thought about how that's also something we can have a different perspective on? Our grief is so very different from each other because each one of our children were so very unique. Each one was so special in their own way. Just like I can truthfully say that all five of my children are my favorites because it's based on their unique personalities and strengths. All of our children are precious, right? All of them. And they were all uniquely special in their own way. So of course, our grief is going to be unique for each one of us as we grieve their loss from this earth. I look at it this way. We are carrying our own personal load of grief. Sometimes we have to carry it alone, and sometimes we can help someone else carry their load, or maybe someone else helps us carry ours. Comparing our loss with someone else's loss can make both their load and our own load even heavier because we want to make sure that ours is worse than yours. And that just makes it so heavy and dark for us when we do that. Instead, let's not compare the heaviness of grief with each other, but when possible, let's help carry each other's loads because it can feel just a bit lighter for both of us when we do. I just want to give another quick reminder that you can wear a reminder for yourself and others to hold on pain eases. There is hope. We have several styles of shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts, and more, including moisture wicking t-shirts with several different color choices and a range of sizes. To see them all, go to gpshope.org and click on the store tab. Now, this is not a big money maker for us. We barely charge you more than our own cost because we want to make them as affordable as possible. So please check them out and see if there's something you like there and would like to order. 
And I will put a link to those in the show notes. I will also put a link. I referred to Umbrella Ministries, which is a group. They have conferences in different places, East Coast, West Coast, Colorado, specifically for bereaved moms. They're starting to branch out into dads. But if you want to check them out, it's UmbrellaMinistries.com, and I will put a link to that in the show notes as well. Let's go on to today's birthday segment. Alia Henderson was born on October 1st, and she is forever four years old. Joshua Konashevsky was born on October 2nd and is forever 24. Paul Meyer was born on October 4th and is forever 29. We celebrate the day these children came into the world and into the lives of their families. If you would like to have your child's birthday announced the week of his or her birthday, all you have to do is go to gpshope.org birthdays. Fill out that form with the information we need, including the pronunciation of your child's name if their first or last name sometimes gets mispronounced, because I want to make sure I say it correctly for you. Just submit that information, and we will add your child to the birthday segment the week of his or her birthday. And Dave will also send you an email to remind you to listen that week. Proverbs 27 verse 19 in the Passion Translation says, Just as no two faces are exactly alike, so every heart is different. This definitely applies to us as we think of our children who are no longer here with us. Because each one of our children was so special and unique, and each of our relationships with that child was special and unique, and the way we lost them, and all the things I talked about, the way we carry our grief is going to be unique and absolutely cannot be compared with any other perever. While we are all carrying our own personal unique load of grief and losing our child, we are still walking on the same path. As someone on this path myself, I hope and pray the Grieving Parents Sharing Hope podcast is helping you to carry your load as we continue this unwanted journey together. And as we do, remember to hold on. Pain eases. There is hope.